0: All right, what's up, everyone? This is Aftershock. Jacob's currently in Lake Tahoe for the 4th of July weekend. Hope everyone has a safe, fun 4th of July. Uh, But it's just me today, and we'll be talking about the Earthquakes game. Uh, Let's actually start with the big news, uh, the firing of the GM. Uh, I know a ton of people were happy about this because we've been calling for change. We've been asking for these things, and especially me, especially the last couple episodes. So you'd be wondering how happy I was to hear it and uh, honestly, I'm I'm kind of mad about it. Um, it's just, it's just like what uh, like like I'm almost offended that they made that a public announcement after the calling of new management and all these other things. Just it, it, it's almost as if they're calling you stupid to your face. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways, and not being the best, that just ain't for us. We're loud, we're proud, and we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people, for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. The reason I say this is how we, I don't think they could have fired a more useless position like that has a big name, especially when you're an American sports fan. The GM is a huge thing when you think basketball, when you think football, when you think baseball, when you think all these big American sports a GM's a really big position. And you can see with the Warriors when they got a new GM, boom, the championship contending team for the next five years. And it's in soccer, especially with the earthquakes that you don't really see as much. Yes, they're in charge of lot of behind the scenes stuff. We don't see, but in MLS, it's just not as big as you think it is. And to do it mid-season, I guess, bring in a new GM. He can kind of look at the team and scout for next year, which I can appreciate. But what's this really doing? What's this really changing? And it just makes me frustrated that it's like, it seems like they just threw that guy under the bus, and it seemed it was probably time to go. That to be fair, but it just seems like they just threw him to the wolves, and expecting us to be happy with it now. And I'm not, I'm happy with it, but it's also a big, big slap in the face because I feel as if they feel like, oh, I've done my job now. Look, we've made the changes. We'll see what happens. Give it another couple of years, and we just need to see more. But as far as the Minnesota game. Ah, San Jose, what you? What do you do to me? It's it was a great fifty-five minutes. That first fifty-five minutes, okay. Well, the end of first forty-five was okay, but uh, let's start with the new signing Nathan. For the first twenty minutes, I even sent Jacob a text. Uh, I sent him about five minutes into the match. I'm like, Nathan is just flow, ten years younger. After every tackle, let's go, screaming, which I am the biggest fan in the world. I said I love him. He's already a big part of my squad. What I liked about him the most is he was fearless and he was relentless, running at defenders, not giving them time to think, really being up in their face, athletic, love to see it. However, there was a time when Shea started to come back a little bit. They switch it to him. He takes a little bit heavy touch, gets a little new nonchalant. After some good touches and passes, gives away the ball one-on-one with the keeper, Alanis has to come in, slide challenge, thankfully goes away. And then after that, he was kind of getting exposed a little, but I like him. I think he's kind of the best option right now. Keep it going. I'm a little concerned for the future, but overall, like rather positive experience for him. Um, I also am very happy to say that there were changes this game. We got to see great changes throughout the squad. As far as the personnel so much, there was some good changes, but it seemed like the tactics changed. We were kind of alternating between a 4-2-3-1 and a 3-5-1. Like a, a 3-5-2, sorry. And it I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. What what the big thing I liked is that we had Alanis. Nathan and Beeson. We moved Basin a little bit more to a left back position But he would kind of stay central and he would never go up like he rarely ever went up Which allowed Salinas the freedom to go up and not have to track back as much And then we had Nathan who was kind of playing right back But he was also center back and then thank God for Judson and his energy He would slide out to right back and push some of those guys or sometimes Espinosa come back Which allowed more of our offense to flow and it was great to see Romady running all over the place too. That really helped strip the midfield. Didn't see much of Yule or Chofis today. A few times we did were great, but would've liked to see them some more. Uh, Cal was a bit rusty, but just opening touches, I said to myself, why wasn't he starting? Cause he was such an outlet for us. And that's what brings me to this next point of like San Jose, it's, it's killing me. It's like, we're trying to lose. When Almeida made the subs in the 55th minute, it made sense. We were kind of starting to lose some steam Need to change something up. I respect it. Making subs early. Sometimes he waits way too long. He subs on Rios and Wondolowski. I just, I get we're tied and we're going for the win. Chofis is having an off game. Maybe you want to sub him out. Okay. And I get Cal's not having a great game, but you have to see that he's been, he was our outlet. Whenever nothing was, like when both side channels were being locked up and we were stuck in the back, we could send a long ball to him and he would give us 15 yards to work with. It, it was just so frustrating to see him go out because there were one or two times Wando got great balls that would have put him one-on-one with goal, but just does not have the pace to deal with it. And he was kind of just disappearing for the game. There's one time where he checked out to like left mid and he had a great switch of play uh, near like the very, very, very end of the game. But other than that, it was, it was rough and Rio side for the first 10 minutes as his substitution, I swear, didn't want to touch the ball, didn't want to be near it. Uh, he did have a good switch of play later, but the game was kind of dead, and I feel like it was more of lack of pace than like a, I'll give him credit, it was a good move, but other than that, I didn't see much of him, he sprinted towards the end when there was like one minute left, but I needed to see more work rate, and I just wasn't seeing it, and then Kikanovich and Haji come in, which I thought were fantastic subs, changed the game immediately, it looked like we had an attacking front line, which is like, I'm not used to, usually just kind of counter one or two guys there. This looked like an actual attacking possession threat and there were very few moments. What I did not like was Kikanovich again being put out to an out wide roll. It, he's being wasted there, he absolutely wasted. He runs up and down the line, gets a couple touches for three minutes, I believe it was, he was stuck central and they had Shea stay a little more wide in those, we'll call it even two minutes. It was like two or three minutes he had four chances, the fourth one leading to the goal. It, it, it's just frustrating to see some of these changes. It's, I just, I don't, I don't understand them. It's very confusing. We, we look good for the beginning and those changes were great. And I guess at, I'm Monday night quarterback and it's just hindsight's 2020, 20, but even in the moment, I, I don't get it. Like Jutzen being subbed off. If, if that wasn't for load management, I don't understand why he was saving us so many times. Maybe sub off Romady, who has the yellow, so we don't have to risk him getting a red. It, It was very, very frustrating from that aspect. And this is why fans are so frustrated, because we saw that we had a squad that can do some real damage, some real damage. And I know Minnesota's not been the best, but they've been on a hot streak about four wins. So to see that we're kind of dominating, especially they've, last four matches we've had with them, or sorry, they have a four match unbeaten streak. Last four matches against us, they've beat us. So to see what kind of dominating them, it was incredible. Then the game slows down and we honestly got lucky with a lot of chances. They could have put four or five past us. Now we were a little unlucky on the penalty because Espinosa was fouled in the buildup, goes to VAR, Jutzen kind of fouls. It was, it was a tough call, but it was a foul. They score off that. I'm not mad about that. I'm a little mad about the goal we scored right before half. We have a ton of momentum going into halftime. looks like we're dominating. JT proceeds to make three mistakes in the span of one minute. Now it's not completely on him, but the first one he kind of catches, drops, goes out for a corner. The corner comes, he kind of misses the punch. And then it, when it rolls out, he kind of goes into no man's land, stands there for a second, doesn't move, gets beat near post, and it the angle was impossible, and it was a Hail Mary kick by the guy to score, but he can't be positioned there as a goalkeeper. And it was just a bad run of spell. Last kick of the game. Now we're going in tied to the half versus going up really deflated the mood, really brought to life the stadium for Minnesota. And that was just so frustrating to deal with. Again, It's I keep saying frustrating because that's the only word I can describe use to describe the situation we're in. Because it's, it's not like we're working with nothing, even though it's like some weeks it really feels like we are. It, it, we get these glimpses and we get these this hope. And it's so cruel, honestly, at times. Because we see we can do these things and we see we have the ability it just seems like we're shooting ourselves in the foot constantly. And now we have two points out of a possible either 21 or 24 or the last like seven or eight matches. It's, it's so frustrating because this is a game you have to take points with, not even because we've been on the losing streak, just where they are on the table and we see the rest of our schedule. It's just so frustrating. I, it, and you're, you're lost for words but with with the, as far as the squad moving forward i think i think we need i think we need to see some of the young guys come in kikanovic haji cal i think those three maybe need to be the front three i, I maybe move cal a little bit more out wide left he kind of likes to drift in anyways you can use his pace maybe have them both up top hajian it, it's it's a good problem to have, because then you think, what about Espinosa? He's been great. And then I think to myself, yeah, Espinosa should be starting. That's four players, three spots, create competition, see who can come in. That's at least one great sub you're getting every time. I don't think Selena should be starting, but I think he's been a great sub. I think the last two games, he's really proven himself offensively again, time and time again. Let him come on as a sub. It's, it's, it's just frustrating when he starts, because defensively, he gets caught lacking. I thought today was his best game in a while. But I don't think he should be starting. I think when you get him in burst, it's a lot better. So if he can get him for the final 15, 20, 30 minutes, give us some life, that's great. I, it hurts to say because he's a club legend. But Wando only needs to be coming on for the last like 10, 15 minutes if we're down a goal or we're looking for a goal. But he can't be the lone striker. He's got to be up there with some else, And his job has just got to be float in the box. Float in the box, disappear, look for the crosses, look for the bounces. That That needs to be his job. rios and fiero i don't know fiero needs to go fiero needs to go gone gone i haven't seen anything from him rios has had moments this season keep him in the squad i thought he did really well early in the season and dropped off the last couple it's been tough i think this this is i know youngworth is probably hurt right now but i think youngworth needs it's time his legs are failing him I like what I've been seeing from Maria, and I like what I've been seeing with Lopez, but what I saw between having a back three tonight to really solidify that, and then kind of have a right or left back kind of also help to make it a back five or four time, I think that's how we have to move going forward, because we get caught too many times, so to have that little extra surety in the back, and then just to free some players to not have as much defensive ability really helps us. And then the man marking didn't seem as tight today, and we were more zonal, which I feel like really helped us. And yeah, there was probably a 15-minute spell where Minnesota could scored about four or five. But Other than that, I feel like we were great defensively, really shutting down channels, really shifting well together. Crosses were non-existent for them. We had big bodies, big presence. Athletic. Alanis is the most athletic, but when you put him next to Beeson and uh, Nathan, who can make up for it a little bit more, it looked a lot nicer, a lot cleaner, a lot better pressing. I think that's what we need to be moving forward. And just, oh God, it's just so frustrating. This is I'm, I'm recording this right after the game, so uh, emotions are still high. I had to settle down a little bit because I get mad when we don't get the results we need. But it, I think moving forward, we need to look at some of these young guys who've been coming at the bench and producing. And I think we need to be serving strict on players. You're not performing, you're not playing. Clearly shows faith in them, but you need to show faith in the new guys too. Kikanovic and Haji were excellent today. I thought Cal. While he had a poor game, was an outlet. And I'll relate it to anyone who's been watching the Euros. Sterling has been getting absolutely ridiculed by the media saying, oh, he shouldn't start. Oh, he shouldn't do this. He loses too much ball. He does this, that, the other. Sterling's also their top goal scorer. Now they've been playing worse competition, much like the Quakes. Cals are probably our top goal scorer. Even when you're not having the best touches or this or that, you need to look beyond that. And you need to look at, is he? he's an outlet for us. He's creating chances. He's drawing in defenders. When you have pace like Cal, you're always a threat and he's exploding. He's drawing in defenders when he, especially with this good dribbling. Sometimes he holds on to it too much. Sometimes when he checks, it, it's not as great, but he's drawing in defenders. He's opening up space for others. And if we're stuck, send it long. The kid can get it most times. When you have Wando in, you're not getting any of those things. Only time Wando's drawing in defenders is when it's in the box and they have to watch him. In the middle of the park, he's not really doing much for us and he's not beating anyone in a foot race. He just doesn't have the technical to be doing moves on anyone. Same with Rios. Just his work rate isn't high enough. Haji, young kid, crafty, creative. What I like about him most, attacks the goal. A lot of the time you'll see the San Jose players, Shea Salinas especially, start to do a move, run down the wing, cross it in. It, it works once or twice. If you do it all game, it's not going to work. Maybe it will eventually, but it's, it's not. We need more. We need to test people out. Haji runs at defenders. He does skill moves on them. He tries to break ankles, and he shoots on goal. Love to see it. Kikinovic, big presence. He's adapting more to this wing position, but when you put him in the center, I don't care how much he's touching the ball. He's not. six four is scary to have in the box when they're crossing, especially. Get him to collect the ball a little bit. He can churn and go. I would be fine playing him as a left striker, but having him all out on the wing while he's adapting to it, I feel like if we don't have Kal top, then you need to put him a striker or you need to pair him with Wando. But when we have one striker and they're not really doing much, and then you put him out wide, it feels like we're not... Just I don't feel like we're using like utilizing our assets the best we can. And uh, it's just another two points dropped. We scored two goals, which is, is a miracle. We also conceded two though, two silly goals, which is frustrating, but also makes me happy. It makes me happy because we didn't concede on open play. If you don't really count the corner, I kind of count that as a set piece. So while we should have conceded about three or four times, that's looking a lot better. Again, maybe a weaker side, but looked a lot better. Penalty, iffy call, a little bit of a mistake on the corner. I want to see more chances create on offense. And when those subs came on Kikanovich and Haji, I could, they were serious, like offensive moments where I'm like, whoa, we have an attack, not a counter, but like a genuine attack. And I want to see more of that from the squad moving forward. Uh, but for now, we'll just move on to fan questions. It, I, I, again, my head's too hot right now. And it's, I, I think I'm just, I'm so I have such a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> Especially because we started so hot and now it's, oh, here's another season of San Jose. Can't wait to be the laughing stock again. I mean, actually I gotta give a big shout out to DC for absolutely getting smacked earlier today. A seven to (laughs) one. So that uh, we looked a little bit better today. But we'll move on to fan questions. The first one we have here is from Tectonic Takes. They ask, and I think this is from Fabian because I saw it from his uh, tweet earlier. How Nice was that Andy Rios pass to Shea to set up that, that Benji goal. I'm gonna be completely honest when I first watched the game, I I yelled, Oh god, because I saw those Rios doing it, I thought it was gonna go out of bounds. Um, re it, I, I'm a huge fan of switch of play, especially with the earthquakes, we never do it. And I thought Shea, one thing that was great about Shea today is he was in the first half, he didn't get the ball a lot, but he really opened up the play for us by staying wide and staying in his position, which we haven't seen in the past weeks because Wando has been left wing and he comes to the right side, he'll come middle. And then it has to be Marie going up the line. He stayed in his position, which really forced the defense to open up, which opened up middle channels for us or a few switches. So this time when we actually got the switch off to him, that was a great vision by Rios to see that and to get it off. It was rather slow and the game was a little dead. And again, I think I'm just a little biased Against Rios, but yeah, that was it. I went back and watched it. It was a very nice pass. Um, it was probably the one of two or three good things Rios did. I, I didn't think he had a great game, to be honest. Um, and then Shea, decent move, Benji, great goal, a little bit of luck and all that. But hey, that's the game. Um, I think Fabian, based off the Twitter, you really liked it. Um. I think again, I'm a little bit of bias, and I was just so frustrated in the moment. Um, really, like stepping aside and looking at it now, I love it. Great idea, way to check. Love that energy from Rios, but again, a little slow, a little sloppy. So I, I'm a little cynical. It's a little, it's it's hard for me. You guys, you can see it hurts me a little bit. But um, good, that's a great eye by you. That that's a great eye because I feel like a lot of people miss that, especially when you rewatch the highlights because you have to have to go and watch back the game. It's not in any of the highlights. It goes straight to Shea. Um, so that's a really good catch by you. Um, our next question actually comes from a text message from Devin Perez. He said, which of Alameda's signings has left the most impact? <laughs> well, I'm sure if Jacob were here, uh, I think we would both agree. It's either Fiero or Rios, but the <laughs> probably a negative impact. Um, uh, I have to say. Hmm. I whew, Remedi is the first name that comes to mind. Cause he's been a, he's been a very positive impact of the squad and he's been a consistent starter. Um, I think Rios and Fierro have had their moments, but again, more negative than positive. Uh, we haven't seen much of Abikasis. um, I don't remember many of his signings, to be honest. Uh, though, and I don't really count Cal as like a signing by him. Um, I would I would definitely say Romady. And I'm a big fan of his. I lo- oh, and I love the pairing of him and Judson being together. I think that is a great, I call them the Bash brothers. <laughs> I think they're great together. Uh, shout out to Mighty Ducks. But I think they've been absolutely great together. And uh, I'm a very, very big fan of Romady. That's, that's one signing I've been huge, huge fan of so far. Our next question comes from my co-host, who's uh, enjoying his trip in Tahoe. Why are Wando and Rios subbed on? Um, I think Rios is subbed on because I think him and Fierro have some type of blackmail against the San Jose team, and that's how they get subbed on. Uh, no, I think, I think Chofis was having a poor game, and they need to kind of change things up. And Rios has been that option. Uh, again, I'd love to see maybe Haji or Tommy Thompson put in that spot, but. Is what it is. And when you're down a goal, I completely understand putting Wando in, but again, what I was saying about the outlet and how Cal was our only outlet in that scenario, and how putting those two in really killed the pace of the game. And it really trapped us in for about twenty minutes. And within that twenty minutes, we can see the penalty. Oh, God, I, 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 I'm fine with subbing Wando in. It just wasn't the right time, I feel, and it wasn't for the right person. And I'm a trophies fan, and even though it wasn't the best game, I just I feel like he was he was still offering his thing, so I don't think that was the right time to summon for reals. But changes did need to make be made, so I can kind of respect it. But it's just so frustrating. I I don't I don't I don't get. We need new looks. That it's frustrating because I can see what he's going for. It it just hasn't been working. And as a coach, that's very frustrating because you know what you're doing is right, and you know it's that like, like tactically it makes sense, and the players are just. I don't want to blame it on the players, but I, it's just for sure, something new needs to happen. Some, I think this I think this really proves something new needs to happen, even though I'm sure we're just gonna look at it and be like, well, Rios had the switch and Wando created space. I I would just love to see Kikanovic and Haji either get a start or for sure need to be substitution appearance in the next game, unless we're up like just by one goal, and we're trying to hold on to it. All right, our final question comes from the GOAT, the one and only Dollar underscore bills 17 should Almeida made get fired. Uh, I talked about this last week. Um, I don't think so uh, I'm I'm more skeptical of him But in the it takes so much for him to start making these changes But he makes some he eventually does make them I say we need to give him one full one more full season after this And if we get the same old same old where it's not or it's inconsistency or it just looks like we're not doing much. Um yeah, I think I think we need to part ways with him. And I think he's a great coach. I just I just don't think it's working out. I think he's doing at the most he or damn near the most he can do with the squad. I just I think we need a new look and I think we need a clean house from all the management and all the the, the owners for sure, Fisher Out. Hashtag Fisher Out. But uh No, I don't. I don't think Elmer should be fired. I, I, I like some of his ideas, and I like. I trust in him, but it's just there is a point where you have to realize things aren't working.